the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Occasionally, my husband, Pastor Doyle, will ask me to teach at the church next door on the west side of Columbus. I hope you'll visit us there. But this sermon was on Abundant Father. We just took a look at how God is a father to us. He's constantly nurturing, watching, overseeing our lives down to the very last detail, even to the hairs on your head that he numbered. I hope you will enjoy this message, Abundant Father. Mosul, Iraq, is modern-day Nineveh. Remember when Jonah went to Nineveh? Well, Mosul had the tomb of Jonah. Mosul had the tomb of Daniel. But ISIS has destroyed it. And now, even this week, they're trying to destroy Prophet Nahum's tomb. Have you ever read the book of Nahum? It's so relevant. It's amazing to me how the Bible is so up to date. So they're threatening to destroy it. Christians and Jews for over 2,500 years have protected Nahum's tomb in Mosul. It's, it's, it's a little bit north of that. And I, th- I think about all these things that are happening, and it seems like everything's happening so fast in our world and so much stuff. What does God want? God wants us to come to him. He's the wise one. He's the one that we can talk to about these big, big matters. And he wants to talk to us about it. He wants us involved. You know, if you think about a child and they're holding their dad's neck, you know, those chubby little arms, and they're hanging on right here and they're snuggled on his shoulder, and maybe the dad is trying to get through a crowd, like after Red, White, and Boom or something, you're trying to get through a crowded parking lot, and, but that, that child's holding on to dad's neck, They're secure. They feel peace. And at that moment, they're not worried a bit about all the people running everywhere or the parking lot. They're thinking, I'm in my dad's arms. I don't know about you. I used to fake it. Did you do this? To pretend you're asleep so your dad would have to carry you in, you know, one eye open, pretending you're asleep. Because that's how God the Father, he wants us to feel secure. He's our protector. I looked up this week, what does the word rampart mean? Rampart, it's a wall. Well, God, he says he's our rampart. He's our fortress. He's our shield. He's our protector. He's our mighty God. How could could we even list all the things of God? Think about it. He's our creator. He's a zookeeper. God is an architect. He's a painter. He's the beginning. He's the end. God is so abundant how he provides. He shields us. says he covers us with his feathers. God has a mothering side to him. God redeems us. He heals us. He forgives us. God is holy. 
You know, God has a standard. Every great dad has a plan. They got the rules. They've got the standard. They have the map. That's our God. He said, this is the plan. This is the way we're doing it. What a great home. He has a home for us in heaven. God is so abundant, we can't even fathom. We can't even describe him with our words. But yet he cares about us, and he wants to talk to us, and he he wants to hang out with us and experience time with us. That's our God. So so you say, okay, well, what do I do? I, I can't even imagine that God in heaven would want to have that kind of relationship with me, but we have to believe. You have to have faith. At some point, you know, it takes faith to receive Jesus as your Savior. It takes faith to be baptized in water. It takes faith to do all these things. But we can have that faith that says in John 1.12, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. So no matter what category your earthly father fit into, he says, you're mine, and I want to adopt you. Isaiah sixty-three sixteen says, But you are our Father. You, O oh Lord, are my Father. When you receive and you believe, God gives you a new identity because you're his kid. He gives you a confidence because he's your dad. He's your papa. He's your abba. You know, when I was a brand new newlywed, I remember in... in the Jackson's bedroom, it's like where everybody hangs out. I don't know why. Hang out and read their Bible. You just all hang out. It's a, a big bedroom. So I remember being in there. I'm brand new newlywed, and I'm sitting on the edge of the bed, and, and Doyle's dad says to me, you know, you can call me dad. And I said, oh, that is so nice. Thank you. You know, and then he said something strange. He said, stand up. And I stood up, and he said, you are tall. <laughs> like, yes, I am. <laughs> and he said, that's good. Stand up tall. That's how God made you. And you know, that's how Father God says, stand up tall. I'm your dad. Be proud of me. Hold your head up. Don't be ashamed to call God your father. You're one of mine. You can identify with me. And I have so much I want to give to you. So much I want to share with you. That's how God the Father changes your identity. He changes who you are into something amazing. And so then you just enjoy them. That's the last thing you have to do. How easy is that? Right? Like my 25th anniversary, we're just enjoying each other. Well, that's what God expects. God wants you to make memories with him. He wants you to have a time that is very special and set aside for him. You know, every morning of your life, the sun has come up. God has never let you down. He will never walk out on you. He will never walk away from you. Every morning... You can count on him. He is consistent. That's who your father is. He's reliable. And so when that sun comes up, I love to sit and watch it. And I say, God, I thank you. I thank you that you are my daddy. You are a wise daddy. You are a strong daddy. I thank you for this day, how faithful you are. Try it. Try it this week. Just sit, watch a sunrise and talk to him about how consistent he is in your life. How else can we enjoy him? Uh, Mark fourteen thirty six says, Abba, Father. Jesus said, everything is possible for you. Jesus and the Father were so close. Jesus had no doubt that he could do anything. Why are we doubting God? Why are we failing to pray to him? Why do we not cry out to him? He says, cry out to me. Come, I'll answer you quickly. 
God wants us to do that. He, everything is possible with him. Everything. We've diminished him. He's not a small God. He's abundant. He's an abundant father. So I had an experience just enjoying God as my dad with my nephew, Sam. My nephew is a very smart fifth grader, <laughs> and he loves God, and we had a great time. There we are. Isn't he cute? And so we were at the ocean. We swam in the waves, the two of us, for a really long time. And Sam loves God so much that he just talks about God while you swim. And so we were swimming, and Sam said to me the cutest thing. He said, you know, Aunt Jenny, we are swimming in God's fish tank. <laughs> You are so adorable. You know, he said, this is God's aquarium. And I thought, yes, the ocean. It's just one more example of the abundant nature of God, and he's allowing us to swim in his fish tank. (laughs) Think about how many oceans there are and how many fish in the sand. God is truly indescribable. So he wants us to come as a child. God does. When I was a child, at age seven, I had a privilege. I wish I had a picture of this. A farmer behind our home in Kentucky owned hundreds of acres of just rolling hills and farmland. And he, we had five little ranch houses on a hill, and the farmer told our parents, the kids can play on the land. It's fine with me. And so I had a little mini suitcase, and I would put my art set together and my watercolors, and I would go out to the farm, and I would press down the wheat and make a circle, and I would hide in there, and so I would lay down, and all I could see was wheat around me and blue sky and clouds. And I would draw or paint pictures to God, and I would hold them up to the sky and say, what about this one? What do you think about this one? And I have a memory of that. That was one of my memories with God as my father. He wants us to come to him as a child, and he wants us to say, God, will you be my daddy, please? I need you as my daddy, my papa. That's what he desires. It says in Matthew 6, 9 to 14, This then is how you should pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. One year, for an entire year, I prayed that every morning. And I share this because it might be something you want to try. Every, as soon as I got up, I said, God, I said, hallowed be thy name. You are holy. I thank you that you are my daddy, that I am valuable to you, and that you are wise, and you are smart, and you are strong, and I invite you to lead my day. It revolutionized my life to talk to him as my father. So the benefits, there's a lot of benefits if you make this exchange in your life. One, you have a home in heaven. Maybe you never had an earthly home or maybe your earthly home was shattered. You always have a home in heaven with your dad. What a great security. What a great knowing. You know, I almost went home to heaven two years ago. It's good to know your daddy's waiting for you. You have a home in heaven. It's real. The other thing, he gives you security. God provides security, just like that child on his dad's shoulder. But what's the litmus test? How do I really know that I've made all these exchanges? How you really know is you want to serve him. You, you find ways every day and say, God, you are my dad. I want to please you. How can I serve you? You, you think about kids and they're like, when they're, when they're on their, their good behavior, like, how can I help? And then they make a mess, you know, or whatever. But you're glad, right? They're helping. How can I help, Mom? You know, what can I do? That's what God, that's, that's how you know that you've finished the circle. Is you're like, every day, God, I want to serve you. How can I serve you? I gave you a letter to take home. 
and I want you to read it when you get home so you can't throw your bulletins away. <laughs> it's in there. I just thought that might be fun. When you get home, I want you to make a little memory with God, find a sunrise, find some time, go talk to him, tell him about your earthly dad. You know, if you had category number two, it's really hard to trust God as your father. You know why? Because I couldn't trust my earthly dad. How could I trust God? You know, I'm going to do this myself. And so sometimes I sit before the Lord and I just say, God, I yield. I yield. It's a great thing to say. I yield to you. I yield this situation to you. I yield. I yield. <laughs> so if that is any encouragement to you, if you want to believe for this supernatural transaction, that God would be your dad, that he would be in your heart, that you would have memories with him. I want us to stand and, and say this little prayer together. Everybody got it? Dear Father, my daddy, Papa, I want to say you are wise, you are strong, and you are mine. I welcome you into my life as my Father God. Show me how to live because I want to honor you. I need you. You are holy, awesome in power. You are my refuge, shield, provider, creator, and sustainer. In Jesus' name, amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.